If you had 20 minutes with a counselor, what would you ask? I'm Anna Nash. And I'm Julie Sparkman, the counselor with Restore Ministries here in Birmingham, Alabama. You are listening to Head to Heart, a podcast to help you connect what you know with how you live. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Well, hello from Restore Ministries. This is Anna Nash, and we are welcoming you um, back. Um, and we are so happy to be finally doing episode six um, of Head to Heart podcast with Julie Sparkman. Um, welcome to 2016. Happy New Year. Hi there, Julie. Hey, Anna. <laughs> it is a new year, and it is time for a new, new year, new you again. New year, new you again. Right. (laughs) I think I hear you say that because we're hearing many people say that all around. Lots of messages. Yes. Um, On social media, um, different places we're reading, um, pastors, speakers, even sitting at lunch with friends. The big talk right now is, well, what are your New Year's resolutions? What do you... Now, wait a minute. Do you really think, is that a big talk among people our age? Or is that a big talk among people who are a good bit younger than us? Because I find if I want to clear out a room really quick, I could ask somebody, what's your New Year's resolutions? And that's that. That's a, a great way to clear out a room. I, that is not necessarily an attractive topic. I totally agree with you. I do think it has a lot to do with age. I know that I have a real different perspective at this stage in life, but I think it has a lot to do with personality, and I think that's why I'm really excited about being on this podcast with you because, um, yeah, we you got um, pretty much to we got peanut butter and jelly going on. Yes, here. we do. Yes. So um, my perspective of setting goals and New Year's resolutions is always a very very exciting. Like, I want to go around the table and talk about goals and um, talk about resolutions, but that's not necessarily um, a great thing that it it might be a measuring stick that I'm using for myself of success and um, maybe a little bit of um, self-righteousness going on there, like, I will do this. And then we've got um, uh, maybe a Julie, as she calls herself, the tsunami personality and so what is your perspective on goal setting well you know here here is the bizarre thing now first off recognize you are talking to a woman who it's january 11th and i'm still living out of a suitcase from coming home from california um for christmas so we're just uh, a mere 11 12 days now into it and i'm still living out of my suitcase so that's (laughs) that's the reality of my life but then i also have this surprise though you may be anna I have this whole other part of me that's highly goal-oriented. Like, yeah. I can look back in my journals starting at age 15 and 16, and I would start with New Year's resolutions. But here's the funny thing. They were always the same thing. It, it was always mm. get organized, mm-hmm. and, it, and it started with lose five pounds. Now, uh, a mere, what, 30 years later, <laughs> I have those exact same goals only I have done different things with that number five. I started by <laughs> adding numbers before the five, and now I'm adding numbers after the five. But it's still basically the same thing. But, but I do love, love to start it out every year. Aren't we funny people that something about a clean slate 
-hmm. like a little bit of an endorphin, like, yes, maybe it's a new opportunity, like maybe this will be my year. And whether or not we have the type of personality that doesn't want to read the articles and the books and goal setting is rather constricting, or we have a personality that wants to run after setting goals and making change in life, either way, we are all hearing about it right now, and for many people, it seems to be a very negative, burdensome message. Can be. Can be. And part of what we want to do today in this podcast is to, to take that word, goals, and perhaps let's, let's do a paradigm switch on it, and let's talk more about living life intentionally. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of starting that in January is, as you just mentioned before, Anna, you talked about the clean slate, which is actually a technique that Gretchen Rubin talks about in her book, um, Better Than Before. She talks about the clean slate technique that when we are just beginning a new semester, a new school year, a new season, whatever, that it is a great time to begin exercising new habits to build into our lives. Yeah. Like, I just, um, I was texting my daughter last night. She just went back to school. Mm-hmm. And then, when, you know, texting is good in that sense because you don't want to get preachy so you can edit, et cetera, and then read it aloud to your husband and say, do I sound like a mother here? But anyway, so I did that a couple of times. And what I was doing with her was just say, hey, no, actually it was Saturday night that I was sending it to her. I said, hey, it's Saturday night. Um... Remember now, it's a clean slate, it's a new semester, which means you're going to have to build in again some of these guidelines of what do you want your life to be, and decide tonight, don't wait till tomorrow morning, but decide tonight that you want to go to church in the morning, and mm, go on yeah. ahead and make your plan now. The night before. Yeah, because what we tend to do in life is we roll with it. But you see, if we, especially as a college student, that's a perfect example. If a college student decides on Sunday morning, whether or not they're going to go to church, you know, they don't have a family that's getting them up and, you know, they got to decide on Sunday morning, whether or not they're going to go to church. What's, what are the chances of that going to be? Unless they've made plan to do that on Saturday night, which means I'm going to get to bed at a decent hour. I'm going to go on ahead and make my plans with my friends, where to meet, et cetera. My chances of success, because I'm being intentional, are significantly higher. Hmm. Right. So, okay, so, but that goes back to the reason I'm using that specific example, Anna, is because I think a lot of us can be very, very resistant to living intentionally. And yet, we tend to teach that to our children because we know it's a, it's a key concept to success in our lives. And so we teach it to our kids, and yet we need to be doing that ourselves and not backing away from that, but embracing it, being excited about it. We've got a clean slate. What are we called to now? Well, so you said right there, so many of us are resistant towards goal setting. What do you think spiritually, emotionally, what drives that resistance in your opinion? You know, that was such, that to me is such a big question that we're actually going to take at least three podcasts wow. to answer it. 
because in order to be thinking about where it is that I need to be ending up, I believe that we start need to start from the very beginning, and that is how am I created? Mm-hmm. That's going to be one week. Then the next week is going to be, given that I am created in this way, what have been some of the wounds in my life that have turned into stumbling blocks for me moving forward? But then also, what are some of the ways that God has used my very unique um, gift package to bring him glory? So that's week two is examining both the beauty and the brokenness of who we are. And then, then we would move on to the week three, which is going to be, okay, so given that this is who we are and where we've been, what now, Lord? And we're going to take another week to discuss that. But just going back to what it is of why we have a negative connotation mm-hmm. is because I think that many of us look at a goal, as you used the word earlier, I think as a measuring stick mm-hmm. or a litmus test. Is that what a goal is for us? Instead, could we, instead of thinking measuring stick, could we instead use plumb line? Hmm. I, I want my life to be in plumb. I want to live intentionally. And that is something that I was created with. It's way, way down deep in my DNA. Psalm 90, 12. Oh, teach us to live well. Teach us to live wisely and well. That is a passion that I have deep in my heart. And because of that, that is something that I am obeying the Father when I'm doing it. But if I own goal setting as something I need to come up with, it's going to become a measuring stick that ends up beating me. Mm. Right. And so the fear is I don't even want to set goals because I know that I'm setting myself up for failure and I can't afford to fail. Mm -hmm. That's right. And yet, I think, first of all, because of grace, we can look realistically at who we are, at the reality of us saying, I'm going to start rising at 4.45 every morning Mm. and do my hymn writing, you know, until 5.30. (laughs) And then I'll start on my jog when I'm going to be doing my scripture memory. Now, for some women and men, that might be doable. Mm -hmm. But for many of us, that's not coming from, that's not coming necessarily from the word. That's coming from our best thoughts on the way that life should be led. And that is not the type of intentionality we want to talk about in our podcast, what we want to talk about in our podcast is how have I been uniquely created? And out of that, how is the father calling me to build into his kingdom? Mm. And we, we quite honestly have a responsibility to be intentional about our lives. Mm -hmm. It's part of being a steward. Right. Right. And I I think the root of it is my purpose like it's really helped my unbelief that I don't believe that I have purpose the way God created me I don't believe there's purpose in my life therefore it's a very scary place to go and try to drum up purpose that might not be there Mm -hmm. if I believe that but 
so there's a deeper there's a, a motivation or a there's mm-hmm. a how would you say that it's just a bigger a bigger storyline underneath that God has created each of us uniquely for a specific purpose and if I believe that and that it's his plan and his story then I'm free to really go after that and look at that and and seek ways to make life change um, that line up with what he's called me to do. Yes. So we're going to talk a lot about looking at our uniqueness, which I'll be very honest with you. That's the kind of talk that tends to make me roll my eyes because that means, oh, we're going to do some navel gazing and and some Mm self-affirmations. Okay, but here's the reality of it. We are a unique creation of God. When we look deeply at who he made us to be, it doesn't cause us to become arrogant. It causes us to become worshipful. Right. Look at what he's done. The converse is this. For us to say, no, there's nothing there. There's nothing about me. Mm. We are not making a statement about ourselves as much as we are making a statement about the work of God. Right. And that actually is something that we need to, if you will, repent of. Father, forgive me that I am not willing to look at and embrace the fact that you have made me uniquely complex and you knew exactly what you are doing. And I, I, I have deemed it, your creation, to be no good. And Mm. that is a a fundamentally unbiblical, false humility um, that leads us to um, not being willing, not being willing to, and yeah, and fear and shame. Mm. And yet, here's the thing. I'm not trying to learn me for the point of enjoying me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and becoming self-actualized. It's so much bigger. Yes. Yes. It's, it's learning me so that I can run the race better, faster, and, and be a part of building his kingdom mm-hmm. in my little place here on earth. Amen. You know, I'm reminded of the passage that, about the potter and the clay, and that he you know, produces a container, the potter, a beautiful container with a certain purpose, and that the clay piece does not look back at the potter and say, why did you create me this way? Mm-hmm. Um, and also Psalm mm-hmm. 139, just that, that he made me very uniquely um, from the very beginning. And then in verse 16, it says, you knew all of my days before one of them came to be. And it, it's so much about your perspective of, wow, I'm a steward of this amazing um, creation that he's um, that he's made me. Yes, yes, and so just kind of wrapping up what mm-hmm. we wanted to communicate just today to the men and the women that are listening to us is is this. I know you've been down this road, mm-hmm. but we're called to be down this road. Let's not prematurely throw resolutions, goals in the trash. But let's look carefully really at the way that the scripture does instruct us that we are to be stewards of what the Father has given us, both mm. the beauty, but then also the brokenness. What is it that's 
what wounds have become blocks. Mm. So that for the purpose of running the race further, faster, and better, with more excitement and enjoyment. So we want to talk about living life intentionally and setting some things in place so that we are living life a little bit more intentionally this year so that um, our lives were being more carefully and we're using uh, these intentionalities, resolutions, what it is that we want to call them, as a plumb line and not as a measuring stick. That's absolutely critical. Plumb line, not measuring stick. And instead, let's call it, instead of resolution, let's call it becoming intentional. Mm. As we put it under that, we see we've taken it out of the self-help psychology world and we've moved it into, this is absolutely a biblical concept. Mm. Amen. Well, that's a great note to end our podcast today. Um, I'm really grateful for those um, thoughts, and I'm sure there are a lot of folks out there that these things will resonate with as well. Um, And so, yeah, um, y'all feel free to spread the news about our podcast, Head to Heart, um, and stay tuned for um, kind of our next section, two of this little journey that we're walking down um, about life change. Um, Just as an aside, too, just in prep, maybe for next time. Next mm -hmm. time we're going to be talking about uh, unique creation. What exactly does it mean to be an image bearer for you? Mm. And in prep for that, read through Psalm 139, just meditatively, what springs out to you. But that's what we're going to be talking about next time on the first kind of building block of an intentional life. Great. Thanks so much. See you soon. Bye-bye.